brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. other than Elon and his rocket at 2 a.m. Was it at 2 a.m.? No. I don't know. It was like late late last night. when 3.30 p.m. they took off. It was like like 19 hours later they were going to dock. So this morning, 10 a.m. I don't know. I passed out long before then so yeah. no just from sleep not 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 from the alcohol well i mean from no. the well, heroin the but alcohol helps yeah but not the, the heroin no the heroin know? doesn't yeah. doesn't that's yeah. well this is a one hour show yeah it's yeah, been an hour it's a one hour There's show one hour show we're only gonna that's the only part we're gonna give it it's a it's one hour show a one hour show no you know? no this is gonna be an entertaining kind of like a three-hour cruise yeah. No, a three-hour tour. tour. Three I'm not tour. allowed on three-hour tours. I know. Well, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Howell. Yeah. No, I'm not allowed on a three-hour tour at all. I, last time I tried to go on the Jungle Queen, they kicked me off. Of course, me and the wife showed up with smart. 14 suitcases, and they said, no, I don't think so. <laughs> well, this is Made Man Bob, and joining me today are Made Man Brent. And it's a pleasure to be here. You know I'm not wearing any pants. Why does he own You don't do even this? own pants. I know that. But I mean... I mean, he's wearing a tutu, but I mean, that's just because he's, you know, he's comfortable with it his masculinity. Florida. It is yeah. Florida. Yeah. I, I, the longer I live in Florida, the more I understand the Scots in a kilt, man. Let me tell you. Right. <laughs> I wish they would become socially acceptable here because that's it's not I'd really switch. that hot there. It doesn't really make sense. I don't know. It's hot. You know, the boys are the boys could use a little ventilation. I'm just saying. They ever so. felt one of those things? It's like a wool blanket. Yeah. I don't go around stealing wait, wait, what, kilts. Are you talking about the kilt or <laughs> the kilt? I'm talking about the kilt. I mean, like I know, I know your line of work. You've probably felt both, um, but you know, no, no, I've I've never felt the other. No, yeah. kilt. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, uncomfortable. Okay, Madman Mori. I'm not. Thank I'm you, not Bob. Comment on any of this. And good old, guys are and good old boy me. Justin. Oh, thank God it's dark in the basement, so I don't have to look at Brent with no pants. What, last time I was a scout, and I was walking around Glasgow, and I went by a store that actually sold kilts, and I'm looking in the window, and I'm like, should I buy? I'm like, no, nah, I'd look like a Catholic schoolgirl on a really, really <laughs> bad day after a bad, bad night out drinking. And go to Boy Harmeet. Speaking I don't want to be here anymore, man. Speaking of a, <laughs> speaking very speaking of a Catholic schoolgirl after a bad, bad night out, good, good old Boy Harmeet. No, so. no, no. It's always a good night out when I take a Catholic schoolgirl home. For her. It's a good night for her because I take her home and politely take her to escort her to the door and say good night. Tell your parents you're home on time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not happening. I Not believe that. I've got some swamp yeah. land to sell. Yeah. Uh, Harmeet's last name is Epstein, oh, and you're uh, such a and, <laughs> and Harmeet didn't kill himself. So. Um, <laughs> Brett and Maury and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals with representation in eight states and two countries. Our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. 
The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events and making damn fine hand sanitizer as well. And check us out on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. We are also sponsored in part by the For Order of Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, you can visit them at ftlws.com. You said it right the first time. You have not drunk enough. Yeah, I haven't. What's going on, man? You just got here. I mean, if you'd been here on time, I'd have drunk a lot more. Uh. Trust me. And our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the Animatic Machines, serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net or at EpsteinDidn'tKillHimself.com. Facebook.com slash Fine Spirits. By the way, we deliver now, if you're local. If you're in Australia, I can't do anything for you right now. Lazy. Yeah. All right. Well, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and pretty much anything else that you can drink. And today's show is a range of whiskeys. We've got some lovely bourbons, and we've got some lovely scotches. Um, so it's a sort of a mix and mash. But uh, we have got today the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Batch B520. So that has just been released. Uh, I don't even it's think it's It's not actually out yet. yet in Florida. <laughs> you got, we get yeah. the samples early for the show because we're special. And well, you're special, all right. That's what the guidance council used to say. Uh, we have, short bus. Yeah, definitely short bus. Yeah, shortest of all. It's called a window liquor. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We have the Larceny Barrel Proof, the B520 as well. And we have brand new from our friends at Sazerac, the Weller Single Barrel. We have from Balvenie, we have a trio of, of lovely whiskeys here. Um, the uh, Sweet Toast of American Oak 12-year. A Let's see, we have the Day of Dark Barley 26. And we have the Week of Pete 14-year-old. So since we have such... Uh, so many uh, cast strength whiskeys. We're going to have Justin uh, tell us about our sips ratings in the most manly way that he can figure it out. Hear me now and believe me later. <laughs> One sips. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Oh, you sound like a girly man when you say it that way. It, it, it makes me excited, yeah. I can see your pectorals over from here. They're bulging. Would you like to come and touch my monkey? <laughs> Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Get to the chopper. Three sips. Hmm. Interesting, but what was this again? Interesting. I was more South African there. Poor Hermie. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely South African. Yeah. <laughs> that's Four funny. sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's just South African after a lot of alcohol. That's not, that's not my favorite Austrian. Quaaludes, I think. Give him another drink. Yeah. Five sips. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Has someone told Maria? No. Oh, my goodness. Yes. 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 Was that Maria or was that the maid? I can't tell. <laughs> I, I believe Justin has some kids with the maid, too. You know, what can I tell you? <laughs> Lord. Uh, well, we broke a record. It's eight minutes in. We're already in the bottom of the toilet. So so, <laughs> so, so let's move on. Yeah. And we're going to have Brent tell us about our first whiskey of the day. So take it away, Brent. Thanks, Bob. Our first whiskey is the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof B520. It's 127.2 proof. 
63.6% alcohol by volume for those doing the math. So it's kind of weak, right? Kind of weak. Mm-hmm. Really mad whiskey. It's, but it will it's kill what corona. I, I use it every yes. day to kill the corona. That's true. That's if I keep this in my mouth at all times, I never have to worry about it. <laughs> or the Macarena. Either one. <laughs> of keep them. some in your nostrils as right, well. Right. Nostrils say, as well. Backwash a little bit through little, the nose. Right. A little backwash through the nose always works. This is medicinal. So, right. Yeah. Medicinal whiskey. Totally. Yeah, the so doc will write you a script. If that's you ask right. Him nicely. We have some scripts. So, like each batch, this Elijah Craig Barrel Proof is an uncut small batch of twelve-year-old bourbon, bottled straight from the barrel, released three times a year. And this quality from batch to batch is a true testament to the attention to the detail and craftsmanship at Heaven Hill Distillery. The first letter of the batch number indicates which of that year's releases the bottle was a part of starting with a so you have a b and c maybe even more if if there's more but mostly it's a b and c so while the second digit is a number that determines the month of the year the bottle was released the third and fourth digits indicate the year tb 520 is the second release for 2020 and comes in at 127.2 proof color of this a nice dark Copper color, mahogany. just a, it's mahogany. Got a mahogany. mahogany. I want mahogany. It. I mean, if it's like if you're Justin, it's brown. It's brown? <laughs> brown. It's Justin. brown. This is. Uh, it's just a beautiful. But so is Harmeet. So what? A beautiful dark. I am brown. Brown. beautiful from brown. I'm more. You're, I got, you're not I got a, chestnut today. I like to think of him no. as sort of more Jamoka. 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 Yeah. I was thinking cafe latte okay. for him. Well, we should make a Jamoka shake with this in it. Well, we're talking about the bourbon you racist freaks. But really, we got a little rule back home. If it's brown, drink it down. That's right. I'm surrounded by, I'm, I'm Jamocha, f- just surrounded by vanilla ice cream here. So on the nose, this is just beautiful. You get caramel. Cruising in my 5.0. Caramel, you got some fruit notes. You got apples and oranges. Just a little bit of vanilla on there. Oh. On the palate. Oh, just beautiful. I, it's a little bit of a spice bomb. And then it's just, but it's blended so well. You got the caramel and vanilla. You got butterscotch. Um, you get all these nice baking spices, cloves, um, a little bit of cinnamon on the end, and the finish just does not want to stop. It just wants to just coat your mouth, lingers to the back, and just keeps on going. Can't stop this one. No stopping this train. Every year, I'm pleased when these come out. I, I look forward to them every oh, year. Yeah. I've got them from a long t- from a long time ago. And uh, they don't. You're so full of it. Yeah. You you don't you don't keep a bottle more than 15 minutes. <laughs> or you yeah. they're all empty. You still got them. You know right, that's what I meant. Like that's dude, what I meant. You know. I have the empty bottle from a long time Come ago. On, think of the children. Recycle. Right. I fill them with pennies, <laughs> and then they're just as heavy as when they were full. Yeah. He fills them with pennies. He's got twenty six million dollars worth of pennies in these <laughs> damn bottles. So, well, what do you think, Justin? Besides, it's brown. Well, other than it being brown. Well, thank you. Now a word from our sponsor. I got uh, vanilla and cinnamon, clove and apricot on the nose, on the palate, classic bourbon, vanilla, caramel, butterscotch, black pepper and cinnamon. It has the perfect amount of oily versus dry. The mouthfeel was some of the best I've ever had in any spirit. And it's a long, smooth, luxurious finish. This is a great way to hide out from the virus. Right here. Yeah. What do you think, Harm? I think you didn't leave me enough time before the commercial, but whatever. Uh, I'll say it. I, it's bourbon. It's good bourbon. I want it. Give me more of this. This is awesome. Thank you, Heaven Hill. You know, 
They did a good job. And and I think what you guys actually, I agree. I don't know where you pulled out apricot, but Brent was dead on with the baking spices. I added water to mine because I'm not such a manly man as either anybody else in this room. Yeah. Did it help? Well, that's for sure. We all know that much. Whatever. Hey, and we're back and we're talking about the uh, new release of the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, the B520. Harm was uh, sharing with us his thoughts on it. Okay, so uh, I I think that the water helped it for me, especially because I'm a little bit, you know, hungover from last night. Lightweight. You'll never, I, you'll never kill the virus if you um, water if I, it down. If I keep watering it down, we kill the virus. <laughs> exactly. But look, look for me, I, water it brings out more layers of flavor. And frankly, it did kick up the spice a lot. Um, and the cinnamon and the baking spices do come out on the finish. But what Justin was saying about the mouth mouthfeel, actually, he was right. Damn it, Justin, when are you right? But this is good. This is wonderfully made. I've not had a bad Elijah Craig. Um, and our barrel pick we did with the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society was amazing. And unfortunately, it's all gone now. But um, I've not had a bad Elijah Craig. And these barrel-proof bottlings are excellent. Uh, these these people who go on and on about, well, you know, you know, C2018 or 518, whatever. Not probably yeah. 918. Yeah. The, the third the, release of 2017 oh, was, no, no. Uh, you were talking about was slightly Bob. more, you know, uh, yeah. astringent than, you know, the 2018. Oh, yeah. I, oh God. Yeah. Come on. Mm. They're all good. They're all good. I mean, and some they, are a little gooder than others, theirs. but yeah, they're all good. But adding adding uh, the water brought out a little bit more besides apple and orange. I think I got more, a little more cherry coming out. But usually, usually I thought, I've, usually for me, Elijah Craig tends to be a cherry bomb. But there's not much cherry in this one at all, right? No, 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 not at all. But uh, this was great. Uh, Bob, what do you think? I think it's got a great nose. I mean, it's, you know, it's got some caramel and toast, you know, real big toasted oak on it. And then a little bit of apple and a little bit of orange. And a little bit of dried apricot. And on the palate. I, both of you said apricot, you and Justin. I don't get the apricot. No, I wish I did, but I didn't. And on the palate. It's, uh, I, I, you know, I get some barrel char, a huge vanilla, big caramel bomb, lots of butterscotchy notes on the back palate and the sides. That's, and that's another thing I disagree with. I don't get the butterscotch. Yeah, on the back, not on the front. Um, and then black pepper, cinnamon. It's like, you know, like you spilled the whole thing full of baking spice in your kitchen when you were cooking. It's just, it's just. Poof. Yeah, it is a spice bomb. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really. Just, yeah. But I on mean, that, that's, that's what's nice front. about it. Not right. up front, no, but on, yeah, the finish, on the finish. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it right. just, oh, it goes but down. But it's not your, too drying. Sometimes you get no. spice bombs, they're very drying. No, sometimes no. it's like you did inhale the baking spice and you've got it in your mouth. <laughs> the cinnamon and challenge. And it's dry. And yeah, exactly. No, it's, no this is this is like this a is not warm, the cinnamon challenge. This is yeah. like a warm, you know, cinnamon roll. Just, oh, it's, and, and it goes on and on. It's got, it's got a great finish to it. No, it's not, not so sugary as a cinnamon roll. It's just got the spices there. The warmth is, the yeah, warmth is yeah, it's, it's not right, sweet. Right. It's not sweet. No, not it's sweet. not sweet. No, right. not sweet. No, no, just, but that warm sort of buttery, baking spicy sort of cinnamon roll you know, a cinnamon roll before you pour all that sugary crap on top of it. So, um, mm. yeah, it's lovely. What'd you think, Maury? Well, I agree with most of what's been said. Uh, I particularly agree with Brent's comments. Um, I thought I had a lot of classic vanilla flavors on the nose, you know, the caramel, the toasted oak, uh, hints of apple and orange, uh, beautiful on the palate. Again, classy bourbon. I did think uh, it was a little spicy, but I wouldn't call it a spice bomb. For me, it was more heat. It was a little hot on the palate. Put the water in it. 
I didn't find the water really helped. Really? No, I, I didn't find the water helped. I thought it had a beautiful long finish, definitely a lot of baking spice on the finish. Again, I wouldn't call it overspiced, like a spice bomb sort of implies a little overspiced. I thought it was nicely balanced, and with the exception of being a little hot, I thought it was a beautifully made whiskey. I think for the money, you're hard to find anything better, especially at uh, 127 plus no, proof. Spice bomb implies we love it. Spice, <laughs> spice turd, on the other hand, just means there's too much and we don't like it. You okay, write that yeah. down. All right, I'll write that down. So, yeah, it's a lovely whiskey. And, and again, Heaven Hill, every time they release Bravo. one of these, killing it, you know, with the best value out there, honestly. I mean, for the money, that's one of the best bourbons you can get for the dollar is always an Elijah Craig barrel proof. So um, we didn't quite make it all the way up, but we're giving this one a four. That's classified. Well-deserved well deserved. And three quarters. So. Yeah, well-deserved. So we're going to be moving on to our next whiskey. So we're going to have Justin tell us oh, all no. about that one. <laughs> it's brown. Earplugs. It tastes like alcohol. It does taste like alcohol. No. Larceny Barrel Proof B520. It's 122.2 proof or 61.1% alcohol by volume. Larceny Barrel Brew 5 B520 is the second release of 2020 and the second release ever of the brand's first line extension. It consists of barrels aged between six and eight years, and it's non-chill filtered to not take out the good stuff. New releases will come out each January, May, and September, and they use the same coding system as the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. The color is like a 19-year-old light brunette. It has yeast, marzipan, and vanilla on the nose. The whiskey or the light brunette? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Sorry. And on the palate, I got uh, the rich molasses, hazelnut, and chocolate truffle. And the finish was different on this one. It was a sweet vanilla finish, but I only detected it on the sides of my tongue like side palate and it was uh i thought it would be a longer finish with that higher proof but it was pleasant but short what do you think harm i don't know where you're coming from and i don't know who you are first what? off planet last time we did a show together i agree with almost everything you said and i don't know what happened to me uh, but today i don't know what you're what you're talking about today this is a good whiskey but i didn't get those notes and I don't think it's a short finish. The first off, that's just wait, 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 wait a minute. This is better than a good whiskey. This yeah, is a great whiskey. Okay, yeah, okay. Maury is right. Maury's right. This is a great whiskey. Justin is clearly on drugs. Uh, there is no way this is a short finish unless you've just been drinking hey, too hey, much. Hey, and hey, he's my best customer. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Times are hard right now, buddy. Uh, the the here, nose. Here, is Justin, just try this. <laughs> You were not supposed to snort that, Justin. Ah, yeah. Yeah, well. the it's just it's so complex, and I I I can't say I disagree with everything you said. I really, it it's is, okay if you it's, do. It com it's complex, and it, because I think as everyone approaches this, go ahead and, go whiskey, ahead and do it because he's going to ignore you anyway. Yeah, you're going to get you're going to get different notes because as each of us approaches this, we're gonna, everything's going to appeal to our own our personal palates. So this one is just so complex. Every time I bring it to my nose, something else happens. At first, I was getting toast. Uh, then it got sweet. I think you have a nosebleed. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> but it's that, that was the stroke. Does anybody else smell toast? 
<laughs> but it's his left side's gone strangely numb. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's wonderful brown sugar and is that why his make, wrist is like lit? Breakfast. It's like breakfast. It's wonderful and it's rich and it's mouth coating. But I don't get any of that chocolate truffle. Uh, there is dark fruit here. Mm, there is a nuttiness. It's like candied almonds. And the finish is absolutely long. There is no short finish here. Maury, tell me I'm right. Come on. Harmeet, I hate to admit it, but you're right. You I Thank think you. the finish is is long and voluptuous and beautiful. It has a beautiful mouthfeel. I, I do love the rich. It's like a molasses coating your tongue. A little note of fig and hazelnut. It's got uh, maple cinnamon toasted bread on the nose. To me... Um, I actually like this even quite a bit more than the first expression we just talked about. It's of similar proof, but it's not hot. It's beautiful. It's soft. It's, it's only five percent less alcohol, but it it comes it's essentially the same. But it's uh, it's beautiful. Well, it's a weeder. I mean, it's a different mash bill. So it's a beautiful whiskey. We didn't talk. It about is a weeder. We didn't talk about the fact that uh, Larceny is a weeder, but uh, it is a weeded whiskey, and uh, it's it's delicious. I think it's uh, Harmeet. Harmeet, I think as much as I hate to admit it, you hit it spot on the head. Brent, why are we wrong? Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Yeah, it's a little personal. But right. Brent, when I think of this one, you have to think of, you know, the only other weeders out there that you are barrel proof are, you know, like a Maker's Mark barrel proof. But this is nothing in contrast to the taste of a maker's mark. Nothing. You know, nothing, oh, no, know, not even I know similar. one other barrel-proof weeder Which that one? might be sitting in front of you right now. <laughs> I don't think it's barrel-proof. <laughs> it's not barrel-proof. It's not barrel-proof. They, they make it's one. It's not barrel-proof. They make one. They make yeah. one. Go ahead. But let's go right. ahead, Brett. Right. Okay. But um, from coming from the same distillery, these two are completely different contrasts with each other. I agree. You know, yes. and uh, you can see why they made each of them. And this one here, when I the the biggest thing for me is it just came out with this this uh, nice like dark brown sugar molasses and nuts right on the palate, and it followed through. I got almond. He said hazelnut. What do you think? Jeez, ah, is it both? <laughs> it's not pecans, and we're not saying pecan. I know I'm, I'm no pecan. It's pecan. Well, Georgia, look at you. In Georgia, it's pecan. In South Carolina, it's pecan. That's correct. You know what it reminds me of? Those uh, um, those special uh, almonds. Those yeah, Jordan those almonds, spiced nuts. Those oh, you think sort of the cinnamon spice? Yeah, that's been reminds me of roasted roasted almonds yeah. with cinnamon. Yeah. yeah. The, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, you have I mean, any of this? It's, it's beautiful. This not yet. I've asked. I not literally out. asked for it last week. It's not, not out here yet. yet. Not out yet. Not by the time yet. by the time this goes you know live on on the radio, then it'll yeah, be out. But right. not out yet. But. Oh, it's there's, just there's, it's lovely. There's disruption. It, it really is. is. And that, yeah, the, and the short finish stuff, no, not buying it. This one is a nice, I mean, it's still lingering. Do we have more? Go, yes, we do. No, we, no, well, we, don't. we don't. We have. It's behind Bob, but oh, man. behind him, hiding from you, <sighs> just so you don't get any more. Alcoholic. I'm just yeah. I will give him credit, though. This is, it's like, same thing. It's like breakfast in a glass. It is. It's, it's like delicious. brioche French toast. Pancakes, on molasses, the nose. maple like syrup. Like just rich buttered brioche on the nose. We've got another one that reminds me more of cinnamon. We'll and that. I get it just in the tip of the nose, a little cedar note. And just baking spice, a little cardamom. I don't and get cardamom. Just, but maybe, no, I didn't get maybe cardamom on the finish. Either. Maybe just on yeah, the finish. I don't have a cardamom. Yeah, you know, it's it's a molasses bomb. I just I want more of this. 
Mm. What's going on, Heaven Hill? Start almost, releasing more. Almost tastes like a rum with all mm. that molasses. I wish they do all the Larsen like this. Remember the very you know, first show? Right. Yeah. It does remind me of a it rum. It reminds yep. me of a high-end r- aged rum. Right at the if, front it does. Yeah. If Mr. Shapiro, who runs Heaven Hill, is listening to our little show, please, Max, please, please, please. Stop watering down the larceny and just make barrel proof. If you're on. listening to the show, stop listening because uh, remember we first time heard uh, the first time we tasted larceny. Mm. What was it four or five years ago when we guest hosted the show for the first time ever? And I said it should be called felony. It's not the same whiskey now. This is much better. What I think you're doing. imagining things, no, but okay. It, it, this yeah. is this is much better than the very the very first release of larceny. This should this together. should absolutely be barrel proof at this, all yeah. times. It's just it's so damn good. It is, um, and we're going to be giving this four sips. Ordering on five. Ordering oh, on five. Almost definitely. so close. So Maury's going to tell us about our next whiskey. Well, thank you, Bob. The next whiskey is the Weller Single Barrel. 97 proof or 48.5% ABV. Weller Single Barrel is the latest addition to the Weller Bourbon line from Buffalo Trace Distillery and Sazerac Company. Bottled at 97 proof, the Weller Single Barrel will be an annual release starting in June. Weller Single Barrel joins the Weller lineup of Weller Special Reserve, Weller Antique 107, Weller 12-year-old, Weller Full Proof, Weller Craft Your Perfect Bourbon, and William LaRue Weller. I think there's also a Weller Barrel Proof. Um, which part of the anti, uh, the William LaRue Weller being part of the Antique Collection, which is released each fall. Suge- suggested retail pricing on this is $49.99, which I think is an absolute steal. And yeah, you'll we'll, never see it for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah in, Fl- in, Florida, <laughs> in Florida, we'll never <laughs> ever see it. Let's all be honest it. about that. That's Come like on. Florida, fantasy pricing. Right. ABC will stick it in their vault, and they'll yeah. make people buy mm. thousands of dollars worth of stuff because they have a monopoly. In and Florida. you still right. won't get it. And then you they'll know, sell it to you for 50 bucks. Yeah. And then then you still won't you know, get it. And then, you're but you're going to have pri- independent stores like me, but I don't do this. There are independent stores who buy it retail then they mark it up. It's totally illegal, but it happens. That's why you, you find it outside ABC in Florida. They didn't get it legally. That happens. It's got a beautiful copper color. Um, I love the color. It's just just delicious. Uh, the nose, definitely cherry and mint. Definitely fades to some vanilla. It's interesting that uh, you don't get a lot of those traditional bourbon notes on the nose, but on the palate, it's just lovely. It's dessert in a glass. It's caramel. It's baking spices, hints of cocoa. It's just an explosion on your palate with finish of cinnamon, coffee, hint of pepper. There's no heat. There's very little uh, spice in terms of heat spice. It's just a lovely, lovely whiskey. Uh, it's def- It's not an all-day sipper for me. To me, this is a way to wind down the night. It's the end of the night. It's dessert. It's just uh, It's just fantastic. No, it's I'm a sir, so also, you know, that's Every barrel is going to be different, but I, I, I just I wish they wrote the barrel information down on the label because you know if you go get one and then you go back later and get one again, it's you're not going to know which barrel you've got. I, I mean, yeah. they do that. They do that with you know with most things. obviously with Blantons, which they you no, know Blantons when it first place, came yeah. out was there was no barrel information, and for years I thought it was overpriced crap because I tasted one barrel that was just disappointing. And then the next well, there is some variability from barrel had, to barrel. It's always had that on the label. No, no, yes, no, yeah, no. I think so. Yes, this particular yeah. bottle is fantastic. I would take it home and enjoy it every night. Yeah, it's, fantastic. Yeah, what do you think, Brett? This is really nice. I uh, I love this. I got on the on the nose. You know, I got the cherry and uh, 
uh, cherry, a little bit of mint, mint on it, but I got flowers. It's a little bit floral to me, and that's not a bad thing. It's really nice. It's a very pleasant floral that, that comes through on it. Um, on the palate, the same thing. You get all those the caramel and baking spices. I wonder why they chose 97 proof. I mean, it's, that's it's a funny what, number. It is a funny number. It's, you know, very different from i mean it's the same thing you know why do they choose 107 or anything like that you know so this is very different but it's uh yeah you get a little bit of chocolate on the on the palate uh, the cinnamon the pepper and again i get some floral notes and that it's almost like a i don't even i can't even i don't know flowers well enough to say exactly what but it's but it's very pleasant and i love it i mean it's there's nothing wrong with it um it's very different Nothing like any of the other Wellers that we're that we're used to drinking, and it's not like a Weller. It's not a Weller Twelve. It's not a One Hundred Seven. This is its own entity, and, um, and anyone you get is going to be different than the one we tried because we right. don't know which barrel this is. So. Right, we have no idea, and I don't know how many single barrels they're putting out. And I maybe that's part of their thing that they're only labeling it as a single barrel and they're doing a number of them but they don't want people chasing different barrels and because i know some people they just want to have each barrel they well, I just want, I want to get every barrel possible and then uh, let them sit on a shelf and never drink them and you know and uh, hopefully that never happens hopefully people actually get to open this one up and uh, enjoy it because they really really needs to be <laughs> sadly be very few will but you know it yeah but you know, we, if, we get to so all, get I, all price, I know is we have it here so yeah i don't care <laughs> sorry folks don't care i got it if you can get it at that price though it's an amazing value if you can get it oh gosh yeah yeah it's a no-brainer oh the cherries on the nose i mean it's just huge oh i like what brent said about the mint um because it does have that herbal component to it hmm. and um it's probably the yeast it could be the yeast yeah you're probably right there Palette is beautiful. It's it's mouth coating. It's just not it's not one oh seven. That's all. It's it, it's it's you know why it's ninety seven because it's ten less. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and, and well, hey, they could have done it. They could have done it at ninety. So yeah. I'm happy they did it at ninety. No, no, I'm happy now about know, that too. Now I know where you got that GED from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're a the good, smart the good guy. enough diploma. Yeah. I'm the goodest. Right, but I mean it's the ninety seven. It's you know, well, let's be honest. Good for- Everybody at this table wants everything at, at full, no. you know, complete barrel proof all the time anyway, because we're all raging alcoholics. So, and proof house. Yeah. So that I think this was done well. Yeah, ninety-seven. It is. It, it, it but, might have been too hot. You might have lost some of the nuances. I yeah. Might well, be you just they wonder why they don't. Yeah, I don't know. For each barrel, make it different and stuff. So, who knows? What do we rate it? I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. We rated it four sips. And we're back from commercial, unless you're listening to the podcast and you can get hear commercials. Well, you should. You should hear our commercials. They're good. We love our advertisers. Anyway, uh, this is good old boy Harmeet, and we're going to be talking about the Balvini Stories series. So the Balvini Stories series is a collection of single malt whiskeys that are designed to tell a human story that evolves with the protagonists and developing unexpected twists through the years of maturation. Now, who wrote this? Come on, man. <laughs> Each Balvini. whiskey. Yeah. 
<laughs> each whiskey is They're accompanied by department. an audiobook, which brings to life the story behind each expression. It's the only kind of book Harmeet has, because he never learned to read. I need new glasses. Through a series of conversations between the Balvenie's craftsmen and the Balvenie Global Ambassadors, uh, 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 Patterson. Don't give me attitude, sir. Don't bring up my inner Samuel Jackson. We'd have to bleep everything. You know how hard it was to get that cut at the right spot? Yeah. It's real hard to get Sam on this show. Real, real <laughs> hard. Those are amazing. <laughs> we would, we'd like to thank our sound engineer. Uh, these conversations that were recorded at locations significant to the narrative of each tale. Oh, by the way, this is brand ambassador Gemma Patterson. I don't know if it, Bob keeps cutting off this with their beautiful sound effects. So the, they have a narrative of each one at the Balvini Distillery and all the way to Kelvin Cooperage in Kentucky. And each audiobook concludes with David Stewart and Kelsey McKenney sharing a drama of some of the very first bottles of the Balvini stories with the craftsmen who, were created, who created the whiskeys and you're about to enjoy. Yeah. Thank you, Gemma. She helped us out with uh, helping uh, source some of these. Gemma. From she their, was signing bottles a few years ago. From their uh, marketing store. company, Lever to Death. She's an yeah. awesome ambassador if you ever get a chance to go to she a She has an amazing palate. This woman yeah. can tell you everything about the whiskeys, yeah. too. She's the bomb. Love you, gal. All right. So... Our first whiskey from the Stories Collection, I've got three here today, by the way, is the Sweet Toast of American Oak 12-Year-Old. It's 86 proof, 43% ABV, and it's around $80 retail. Except it's by Jarrett's, where it's $375. Only for you, Bob. Only for you. Uh, this is uh, the story Brad, behind this expression. It's $5 it less. Ian McDonald at the Balvini Cooperage, who celebrates his 50th year at the Balvini this year. Cheers, Ian. The Balvini this year is uh, what's in the accompanying audiobook. He talks about unique toasting process that created this whiskey and what it's like to mentor gener generations of apprentices. The whiskey has matured in ex bourbon barrels for 12 years and it was finished for three months in slow toasted virgin American oak casks that were specifically made for this project by Calvin Cooperage in Louisville, Kentucky. Love Calvin Cooperage. Great. They, they are. They, they do some great work and, yeah. and very, very cool Cooperage. Talented very people. Old school. I, I mean, not mechanical in any way i mean very very old school so in the audiobook Gemma retraces the journey of the american oak cast from kentucky with the apprentice malt master kelsey mckenney and uh, who chats about her ap apprenticeship and what it's like to learn from one of the most respected malt masters in the industry so this very first one uh the color is a medium gold it almost glows the nose it's all about honey and vanilla and it's hints of cedar and there's like, uh, comes out later with more apples. Just, I'm getting like apples after the air that came in. And on the palate, uh, my note says apples, three exclamation points, red baked. And there's a little bit of pie crust. No apple pie spice, but just baked apples and a little bit of crust. And mm. on the palate again, it's just, it's multi goodness, vanilla apples and. And a little bit of just that American oak is there. It's just gorgeous. And the palate is mouth coating, but not too oily. Slightly drying, but not unpleasant at all that way. Like some people think of drying whiskeys. This is not like that at all. I just, I could, I love it. And the finish is going on and on while I talk. Uh, Brent, you hate scotch. What's going on with you? That's why I love this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hate scotch. Um, you know what? To me... This one here reminded me of a bowl of oatmeal with apples 
and a, a little bit of honey and stuff is what yeah. I is what I got out of it. I, it was just very pleasant, very enjoyable. You want to sit back, just enjoy this one. Um, you know, you could have it for breakfast with your, you know, re- replace yeah, your like oatmeal. Breakfast apples. like a that's sweet. That's what I have written down on my notes: sweet bowl of porridge. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean that's what I got out of it. I mean it's um, uh, very. The finish is excellent. You know, it's just smooth. Um, you know, when I think of a scotch, I always think of, you know, that peat and the smoke and the things like that. Well, how do you, and you've been drinking whiskey? Uh, no, no, but so I mean, that's, years, a, that's why, in that. Why no, do you I know fall into that stuff. I know that, but we're going to get to that. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're going to get to that. <laughs> but this one First is very, to go back to his this one is very enjoyable. He dropped on his head. Mm. Right. This one is very enjoyable. This is one that you can sit back and drink and enjoy. Yeah. Maureen? Citrus and, oh. You know, I can't disagree with anything that anybody said. I think it's a delicious whiskey. I think it's beautifully made. I agree. And I, it reminds me of a bowl of oatmeal, a little maple brown sugar. It's uh, it's fantastic. It's delicious. But I I'm put impressed. cinnamon on my oatmeal. There's no cinnamon here. I'm impressed that uh, Brent likes it as much as he does. No, no but cinnamon. For me, if you're going to drink scotch, this is definitely an all-day sipper. Uh, I think it's uh, priced right. I think it should be attainable. Uh, It's not in the stratosphere category, unicorn category. It's under 100 bucks, and it's worth every penny. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fantastic. Again, it's got a beautiful long finish. Um, This this would be one that you can easily have for your scotch friends that come over. It's going to be post-tariff, because I haven't ordered it since the tariffs went in. Justin? I mean, it's just classic Balvenie. It's so well made. If the people at Quaker Oats made a high-end whiskey, this would be it it was really really good and i wanted oatmeal when i woke up this morning and now that i've had this i'm good yeah it's just it's classic ball Vinny. i mean it's just I'd like so annoying people off with the oatmeal please so that's, it's, it's so more, there's more fruit than oats just candy it's like candied orange slices and and sweet porridge I don't get the citrus as much. Really, the apple's overpowering for me on this. Thing. No, no, that's no, what I'm saying. Not, not so much citrus. You know, the little Just gummy the, orange the slices. You yeah. know, the little one, the candies that oh, you Oh, the eat. gummy orange slices. Yeah, those things. I mean, it's sweet and it's just you got that hint of orange. Dying, dude. You're not six anymore. It's uh, like butter and brown sugar and butterscotch. It's, it's absolutely lovely. It's absolutely lovely. And we're going to rate this four sips. Under protest. It goes higher for me. Yeah, you and me both, but yeah. okay, so we're moving on to oh, our Bob, next whiskey. Bob, 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 this is so good. You need to talk about We are about talking this. about the Balvenie, A Day of Dark Barley. This is a 26-year-old Balvenie, and that's all you need to know at this point. Okay, you're done. Oh, wow. Um, it's it's 26-year-old, 95.6 proof, 47.8% ABV. Uh, unfortunately, it's a little bit pricey. Uh, upwards in the ra- neighborhood of around 900 bucks, I believe. Eight ninety nine ninety nine, Bob. No, oh. just for you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, in the auto buck, spirits where it's yeah sixteen hundred for you, Maury. Thank for the you. Well, in the audio book, Mark Man, Robbie Gormley, and Mash Man Brian Webster take us back to a wet summer's day in '92 when the infamous delivery of dark barley caught the pair off guard. This barley was mixed with their regular barley, and the resulting whiskey was aged in first fill bourbon barrels. The first release was a 14-year-old expression called the Balvenie Roasted Malt. Later in the audiobook, Gemma is joined by David Stewart and Ambassador David Mayer and the lounge at Balvenie at the Visitor Center to see how the original 14 matured up and how it compares to the 26. I can't imagine it could be any better. There's no way in heck. Uh, I mean, this I is. To, I didn't get this audiobook. I need to read. I uh, hear this one. Oh my! It's God. like 
the nose is like it's like a citrusy creme brulee with just notes of just creamed honey on the palate. Mm. Mm. It's just vanilla and butterscotch and on the back like malted milk balls and caramel and it's just got this viscosity to it. Just absolutely mouth coating. It's just Oh, <laughs> it's just stunning. Absolutely you, stunning. You mentioned the citrus on the first one. I got more citrus here. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like a, it's like an orange creme brulee on the nose. Okay. And just, okay. oh, this is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. What do you think, Mr. Happy? He's Which one's like, Mr. Happy? His eyes are closed. Look at him. Yeah, he's, he's like he's, he's, he's contemplating. Asleep. Yeah. He's either a sleeper. He's, he's, he's happy. One of the two. Me and Maury depend who's who's most bitter that day. It's I'm you. not bitter today, dude. This is, <laughs> my eyes are closed. It's you so until like, now. His his eyes yeah. are rolled back in contemplative thought right now. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> so I don't actually agree with most of your tasting notes because this came again. Everything is subjective, and to me, this one is. Orange marmalade and toast with ginger. Then on the mm. second nose, I got the baked apples. And then it reminded me, we we're talking about in a breakfast theme all of a sudden, this was hot pancakes off the griddle. There's no maple syrup on them. This is just the, the hot hot cakes coming off the griddle right away. And it changes. It goes back and forth to me. Uh, the thick, creamy honey note you said is actually, I, I, I can mm. see that. I can see that. And the palate is just so thick and mountain coat. It's yeah, unctuous. It just, it's unctuous and oh. I love it. Uh, and the finish is huge, and I just wish it were longer because it's so thick. They you did could not cut give us a, a big enough sample. I know it's a thousand dollar bottle, yeah. but they could have. Yeah, come thank on, you guys. so much for what you sent us. But boy, I wish we had <laughs> another one. There's five of us tasting. There's five of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I know. I love it. I love it. What do uh, you think, Brad? I need more. I just need more. Yeah. I okay. Need this more. one is very enjoyable. I mean, I after after uh, tasting it and stuff, I kind of want to go back and I want to get the. Uh, I want to get the audio book and kind of listen to yeah. it and, and, you know, listen to the series and things because I think it would be very interesting. Um, on the nose, I got, um, you know, it was, it was like a sweet honey. Um, on the palate, I got that, of course, the honey, the ginger, some mango, and I got mango. gummy bears. You got gummy mango bears? Mango and yeah. gummy bears. That's you know? an interesting combo. You know, yeah, mango and gummy until bears. The, finish. the ginger's stuff. there. After, you know, after it goes down, and then you count the to about 100. And then there's then a little hint. Then it's just like the the, the oh, top no. front of your of your tongue. It just you explodes. white boys don't ginger. have enough ginger in your diet. So I, oh. I, I tasted the I smelled the ginger right away. It was good. Mm. It's delicious. I mean, oh. like I said, I want to just uh, yeah. I want to get the audio book, listen to the audio books, just to kind of remember this because I'll never be able to afford to drink it. Yeah, exactly. So I, maybe if I get the audio book, uh, I'll I, be I might, able to I might open and share a bottle. If we're that's if we that's have a good that's year. the thing that's killing me is how great this is, and it's just I I can't afford to buy it. Oh my god. Well, I mean, I I'm I'm not saying I, I know I'm not saying it's not worth every dime. I know someone who's got some bottles. It's a, it's a 26 year old Balvenie. Yeah. I I I understand it's going to be expensive. I mean, There's, compare that to some of the other big brands. How much? A, a I mean, honestly, year old Macau is how much do you think's left in the bottom of that barrel? What four inches? You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so the, I the totally get it. It's got to be huge. I it. just unfortunately we have a palate that far outseeds our wallet. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Maury? Again, uh, you guys have said it all. I can wax poetic for a while, but I'll just sum it up by saying, fantastic whiskey, beautifully made. If you ever get a chance to try it, uh, you'd be a fool 
not to. It's just amazingly There's, well done. I have done. several whiskeys over $1,000. This beats many of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. I mean, listen, for the money compared to, say, the McKellen 25, you're right. I mean, the Balvini uh, 25 has always been in the uh, $600 range. And, and this, it's now this is, higher. Yeah, it's only a year older, but they've only had that day of dark barley that one time. It was an, it was a mistake. Yeah. This is serendipity, you know, with the name of an Ardbeg, by the way. So. Yeah, but, it's uh, a fantastic whiskey. Yeah. Uh, right. Really best one I've had today. Well, we're going to rate this one five sips. Did we get I mean, Justin's oh reviews? Just yes. <laughs> skip him. Yes. Yes. Well, we're running low on time, oh, so yeah, we're going to yeah, be going on to our next one because somebody apparently doesn't pay attention to the timing cues. I so. had my eyes closed. Shut <laughs> up. No, we're good. So we're going to have Brent tell us about our last one. Come on, Brent. Tell us. Thanks, Bob. This, this one is the Week of Pete, 14-year-old. It's a 96.6 proof, 48.3% ABV. Retails at about $110. So in 2001, Belvini installed a peat burner on the side of the malt can. Why would you do that? Just why? I don't understand. <laughs> because they could. Okay. <laughs> this uh, used to create the uh, original Belvini uh, peat week expression, and the distillery continues to use it for one week every year to produce peated malt. The audiobook for this expression opens with former distillery manager Ian Millen. Uh, recounting tales from the distillery's first ever week of peat in 2002. After visiting the original field where the farmers grew their first batch of barley that was peated in the malting kiln, Gemma, along with uh, maltman Robbie Gormley, Gormley and Gormley. mashman Brian Webster, discussed what it was like to handle the peated malt at the distillery, which was filled with an intense peat reek that drew a crowd like never before. Maltmaster David Stewart and warehouse coordinator George Patterson then guide us through a warehouse tasting like no other. I, I mean, it sounds like you want to have it. Yeah. So um, the color on this one, very light, the light, light gold. Um, right off the, on the nose, I get a lot of smoke. It's just uh, this one overpowers me on, this, on the uh, nose for the smoke. On the palate, uh, overly smoky. I get some uh, apples. Um, <laughs> overly smoking. Everything. Okay. Yeah, everything, yeah. Yeah, apples, uh, graham crackers, and lemons, but the the smoke overpowers all the all the other things for me. And I know you guys, the peat the peat lovers, that are out there whoremongering around that uh, <laughs> that that uh, that the, the peat burning fest. Yeah, you know that's gonna be they're gonna love that, you know, and that's why they're out there celebrating, I guess. And I'm gonna listen to the audio book and find out why. But um, it wasn't as balanced for me as I would have liked it for some of the other peat bombs that are out there. Well, what do you think, Justin? So I'm, I'm guessing that Brent is saying this is a whiskey for peaty hose. All right. So <laughs> peaty hose. the nose was like a peat bog on fire in a good way. And the palate was milder than the nose. Oh, yeah. Um, there was more. more like vanilla notes you could get on the palate. It was much more complex. And the finish, it was um, pleasantly peaty with a long, subtle finish. It was a pretty well-made peat whiskey. What do you think, Arm? Buy it. You see it, buy it. Look, uh, Maury, you're not a peat guy either. I mean, I'm with Brent. I, I thought that the, the smoke was a little out of proportion. I thought it was a well-made whiskey, but a little too much smoke and peat. I just, I say get it, dude. It's good. Sissies. Yeah. Absolutely. I taste the vanilla fudge underneath yeah. there. I taste a little citrus. I taste I taste lemon and vanilla. Yeah, I, I get there. an old leather in there. I get clove. I it's, get honey. It's a good whiskey. Black licorice. Yeah, it's a good whiskey. So we're going to rate this one four sips. There you go. 
classified. And we got it under the wire, Bob. Under the wire, despite all my meanderings. That's a first. <laughs> Well, that's all the time we have today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes where you found this one, as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio and online at iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, PRX, pretty much any place you can listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, Google, or whoever the woman is that talks back to you on your phone to play podcasts, sip, suds, and smokes. We love your feedback. You can catch us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. And our tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at SipsudSmoke or our Facebook page, which is always buzzing with lots of news. You can also interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. You can also check us out on Instagram at sipsudsandsmokes or at MadeManBob. Take, uh, take the time and do us a favor and rate this episode. It's a big help to us if you're listening to us online. And when we get your feedback as well. So I want to thank our host for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. It's always a pleasure to be in the basement. Well, you got to be in the basement. There's like, you know, COVID going on. So Yeah, and you know what? If you use these bandana masks, you can still drink. If you just lift it up, you can just have a drink. And you can just like waterboard yourself. Right. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. But if I'm going to hang in the basement... Uh, if we're going to require masks, I think we should require Brent to wear pants. I just can't stand <laughs> sitting next to the pantsless Brent. With a mask Thank you, on. Justin. <laughs> what a sight. Thank you, Bob. I'll be back. Oh, good God. And thank you, Harp. Thanks for having me. I might I might even open a bottle of this Dalvini Day of Dark Barley and, and drink it by myself and think of you guys. I was going to say, yeah, yeah that'd be think a, of you guys yeah, yeah, cold day <laughs> hell if you open it up when we're around, please. Sharing, right. sharing. sharing is caring. That's why you got kicked out of preschool. Uh, well, thanks for joining us. Remember, life's too short to drink bad whiskey. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.